Good evening, and welcome to yet another episode of Monster Dear Monster, a multimedia monster pon- podcast. I'm your host for tonight's episode, Cameron, and I'm joined, as always, by Dave. Hello. And Leonard. Hi, Leonard. Hello, Cameron. Uh, how are we all doing this evening? Or morning, in your guys' cases, <laughs> I feel like I'm taking my, my side too much here. <laughs> Cam- Cameron's uh, a time traveler, so so it is it is it is <laughs> night where where he dwells. It's, it's night in the future. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, come from the distant future of ten twenty eight p.m. on Saturday. <laughs> oh, um, uh, but yeah, uh, my brain's working. One moment. Yeah, we're doing good. <laughs> um, yeah, we're doing so well. Good, excellent. Everyone's everyone's doing a degree of good. I'm glad to hear it. Uh, so we will be covering yet more of The Dark Crystal, Age of Persistence uh, this episode, and I'm looking forward to it because I didn't get to talk in the last one because I was dying after attending a wedding. Um, <laughs> but we're all here, we're all together now. Uh, but before that, of course, we must determine the yokai of the week. Dum 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 dum. <clears throat> Um, so this is our episodic segment, uh, wherein we randomly determine some numbers on a big Wikipedia list of yokai, uh, and we, uh, pick one at random and we chit-chat about it. Uh, this week we will be covering, uh, the letters H and I, so it'll be one from the two there, uh, and in the time-honored tradition, Dave, roll them. Ten on the I column. Oh, excellent. So we have da, 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 the Itan Momen. Momen? Momen. <clears throat> so uh one bowl of cotton is the translation there. They're Yokai from Koyama in the uh from Koyama, Kimatsuki district, Kagoshima Prefecture. Um let's see. According to the Asumi Kimotsuki-gun Hogenshu, jointly authored by the locally born educator Nomura Denshi and a folkloricist Kunio Yanakita, at evening time, a cloth-like object about one tan in area would flutter around and attack people. Uh, so it, it's literally a, a bolt of cloth. Uh, they are said to wrap around people's necks and covers people's faces and suffocate people to and another tells it is said that wrapped cloths would spin around and around and quickly come flying, wrap around people's bodies, and take them away to the skies. <laughs> okay. So, yeah, it's either going to strangle you to death or it's going to kidnap you. Um, hmm. Let's see. There is a story where one man, hurrying to his home at night, when a, was, hur- was hurrying to his home at night, uh, when a white cloth came and wrapped around his neck. And when he cut it with his wakazashi, which is his short sword, the cloth disappeared, and remaining on his hands was some blood. Uh, predator, predator reference. If it bleeds, we can kill it. Uh, <laughs> What's that smell? It's cloth blood. <laughs> oh, dear. Um, let's see. In regions where they are said to appear and disappear... Seemed to be a custom where children were warned that if they play too late, that the Eton Mormon would come. Uh, Leonard, would you like to continue? 
Yes. Uh, uh, it is also, 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 mm-hmm. it is said that in the uh, Kimo Oshuski, uh, there are shrines uh, where Itamomen uh, are said to frequently appear and is mm-hmm. believed that when children pass in front of the shrine, uh, an Itamomen flying above in the skies would attack the very the very last child that's what you get for being slow the very yeah. last child in line uh so the children would go run ahead and cut through so so it's a yokai that inspires rudeness good yeah good, good work yeah no the, discipline the, yeah the, the 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 line cutter yokai <laughs> uh see uh in the classical yokai uh imekaki uh mm, no no that's not what that is imeaki uh there is a yokai shaped like a cloth with arms and legs this is the see i can <laughs> i can get down with this uh and the fourth yeah. florist uh koma uh atsu kazu hako uh, hypothesizes <laughs> this is the origin of the Itimomen. So you see, your bolt of cloth will mm. uh, will come to you with uh, with legs, but uh, mm. as as it metamorphosizes, it will lose those and and then try to murder you. Um, mm. Mm. Japan. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Japan. Dave, uh, do you do you? <laughs> what do you have to say about this? You've been oddly silent. <laughs> well, I can't talk when you guys are talking. Um, <laughs> That's fair. Yes, that is fair. Uh, so, I did find an entry in the Night Parade of 100 Demons book. It is a short entry, so I will, I will read this. The Itan Momen translation, one tan, which is about uh, 22.8 centimeters by 10 meters of cotton, so it's a bolt of cloth. Mm. Mm-hmm. Uh, appearance. Itan women are long, narrow sheets of cloth normally used to make clothes, but are reanimated as sukumogami. They are native to Kagoshima, and can be seen flying, they can be seen flying through the sky at night. Just a regular occurrence. Um... <laughs> Behavior. Eaten women attack by wrapping their bodies around a person's face and neck, strangling or smothering them to death. As far as Sukumogami go, they are fairly malicious and even deadly. That's it. That's all. It's a short entry. Yeah. I, I, I want, I want a a monster movie where the monster are eating women, and I need a scene where people are just firing flamethrowers wildly around. <laughs> oh no. But 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 it's all part of the each moment's plan because as soon as they're ignited, oh no, atmospheric ghost lights. <laughs> oh no. And it's a flaming cloth that smothers you so it's yeah. worse. Yeah, exactly. Oh, makes um, worse. <laughs> speaking of sightings, there's an entry in the Wikipedia further, so I'll I'll read that because it's also short. 
ish. Yeah, go for it. Uh, according to a report from other yoke, the other yokai researcher Bintaro Yamaguchi, in recent years there have been eyewitness reports of flying cloth-shaped objects throughout, thought to be eaten women. What else? Could they, okay, <laughs> in Kagoshima Prefecture, where this legend is told, white cloth-like objects flying in low altitude have been witnessed. In Fukuoka Prefecture, also in Kyushu, there have been reports of extremely speedy Itanmomen flying alongside <laughs> Shinkansen trains, um, witnessed by the <laughs> by the bullet train passengers. So that that is extremely speedy. Um, Outside Kyushu, there have been witness reports in the Higashi Koenji Station and o- uh, Ogikubo Tokyo in in Tokyo. Uh, in mm-hmm. the station, a woman walking her dog witnessed a flying cloth in the skies and followed mm-hmm. it for a while. In Shizuoka Prefecture, elementary school kids were said to have seen a transparent so this is a different one, transparent sheet-like object mm-hmm. flutter around, and it wasn't a plastic bag, and the entire object was like a rectangle, <laughs> but it became thin on one end like a tail. And recently, in 2004, <laughs> in the Kyogo Prefecture, a UFO filming society captured footage of an unidentified cloth-shaped object flying in the skies above Mount Oroko, and it is said to be extremely large at 30 meters that's not frightening. Mm. You can smother a lot of people with 30 meters of cloth. <laughs> mm, while filming Nats- uh, Natsuhiko Kyogokai, actor Shiro Sano witnessed an Ethan woman flying above, and it is said to have a long white shape. Also, in the Eastern Japan earthquake, Probably should have put a date on there. Um, there have been many reports of something closely resembling Ethan woman, and there have been many videos confirmed to show a white cloth-like object flying in the air. Mm-hmm. And there's one more section. There's a couple more, actually. But we'll just probably do the true identity section. Uh, Leonard, I will go Leonard, ahead I think, and take I think that. you'll be okay. <laughs> the true identity. We will identify this wicked cloth monster. Each moment are thought to appear are thought to <laughs> are thought to appear in the evening. But the general view is that this is because in the past parents needed to do farm work for the entire day, including at this time, uh including at this time and therefore could not keep an eye on their children. Uh fair. Mm-hmm. So, tales of the Itamomen were told to keep to children to warn them of the dangers of playing too late. <coughs> Excuse me. <clears throat> also, in the lands where the legend is told, I, I like that phrasing, there <laughs> is a custom of raising a cotton flag during burials for the purpose of mourning. So it is inferred that some of these would be blown by the wind and fly in the air and thus be connected to the legend of the uh, Momen Yokai. Hmm. In the Japanese television series uh, to- Tokoro-san no Migaten, no Migaten uh, there was an experiment performed in which a piece of cloth about 50 centimeters long, was set up and moved in the darkness. 
And the average length reported by the people who saw it was 2.19 meters, with the longest being 6 meters. The program suggested that when a white or bright object moves in darkness, uh, a positive afterimage, optical illusion would leave a trail due to the movement, causing soaring things in the forest at night, such as uh, Musashabi, to be seen as longer than they actually are, and thus mistaken as Eaton Momen. Uh, and for context, the Musasabi is the Japanese giant flying squirrel, which is lovely. Oh, yes, it is lovely. Wait a minute. I'm looking at this squirrel picture, and I'm looking at this Edomomen picture. It's just a flying <laughs> squirrel in a blanket. <laughs> in a blanket. I think, I think it's just a flying squirrel that may have unintentionally smothered somebody because they were walking in the forest. <laughs> Flying squirrel to the face or Eaton Mole. Oh, yeah. You be Look the out. judge. <laughs> oh. uh, well, with the mystery of the Eaton moment laid to rest, that was Yokai of the Week. Bum, 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 bum. What? It was it, it was a very extra uh, Cameron flourish because he has finally returned mm. to us. Yeah, I'm being very extra. <laughs> That's his essence I've consumed. <laughs> uh, so yeah, uh, Dark Crystal Asia Resistance. Guess what, guys? It's real good. I couldn't be here for the last episode, so I'll say it now. God, what a pretty show! My God, I'm in love. It's really good. <laughs> um, I think it was. I just want to say, I think it was the start of the second episode with the uh, like the podlings morning ritual that just that one podling was like carefully doing his hair and then decided no and then just messed it all up. Yeah, and that's the kind of charming that I just adore in this series. It's so good. <laughs> <laughs> um. So yeah. Uh. So far, to sort of recap on what's been happening. Um. The Skeksis are bad people. Uh, they're extremely, extremely bad people. Uh, our poor little Rian has, you know, been chased out of the Castle of the Crystal. He's been framed as a murderer. Um, <clears throat> Deet, uh, the Grotten, is on her journey across the surface world to prevent the end of all things uh, with the loyal Hup, the podling paladin, sort of, kind of. Um, and Princess Brea is... Princess Freya, she's doing stuff. Uh, she is just, she has just finished uh, wiping out Billy Connolly's memory. Uh, <laughs> hello, um, hello, 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 hello. Um, what are which is <laughs> which is an impressive feat because knowing how much uh, Mr. Connolly enjoys a drink, I would have mm. thought that he would have accomplished that himself. Numerous times, <laughs> yeah, but uh, but apparently not. Uh, so that's where we're at, and we are now beginning with episode three What Was Sundered and Undone. Yes, um, <clears throat> yeah, so uh, g- general thoughts on this? Anyone on, 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 the, on the episode as a whole, or yeah, yeah, let's say um, that. it's 
good. It's a, it's I think it it it's it's a it's a little slower than the than the other episodes, but it does mm-hmm. a lot of really nice world building and setup for yeah. for everything uh, to come. And I I actually kind of like that big push of like let's establish what's exactly going on and what the stakes are immediately within like the first two episodes. And then we have a little bit of breathing time so everyone can adjust for their uh, magical journey. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, Dave, your thoughts? They're about the same. I, I enjoyed that this did slow down the pace a little bit. We are, we're already introduced to all the main cast, so we get a little bit more time mm-hmm. to spend um, with each of the characters without... It feeling like it's rushing to try to match everyone up to where they meet up again. Mm. Yeah, yeah. Excellent. Uh, I gotta say, same general thoughts on the pacing and stuff. Uh, however, this episode has several very important parts. <clears throat> the most dynamic and intriguing of which is a fully coordinated Jim Henson puppet bar fight. <laughs> oh, it was so good. <laughs> Uh, just there was some with with the original Dark Crystal movie. It felt really sort of flighty and high fantasy and like ethereal to me. And getting sort of down to the nitty gritty of day to day life of the these are Gelflings, the Stonewood Clan. They just they just have a bar. They they are petty at each other. They start bar fights with podlings. Um. <laughs> <laughs> and just the imagery of Hup, you know, being launched through the air clearly on some kind of zip line <laughs> with a spoon uh, was perfect. <laughs> uh, yeah, this, this episode starts fun and honestly stays pretty fun. Um, <clears throat> so, do, 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 let's see. I'm looking at the episode recap because I watched this like a week ago. <laughs> <laughs> trying to remember yeah there's happened. there's a lot that i mean these are an hour long a piece so mm-hmm. there's a lot going yeah. on within each episode even though it's just small things um mm. i feel like so this episode we have rian having just fled successfully fled the castle and he's on the run mm-hmm. he he vaguely understands that word is being spread about him um, but we get an idea mm-hmm. of Thra's large, but the the communities are small and relatively close together. There's yes. the sense mm. of space yeah. is not as large as uh, it could be. Like everything's more connected than you mm. than you would think. Um, or they yeah. just we don't we don't know the method um, of communication where stuff's being transmitted. Because if it's mm. by word of mouth, that things travel way too fast. I don't. <laughs> there's yeah. it's not explained, but apparently everyone just immediately knows that uh Rian is a a traitor and a murderer and he has mm. he's contagious with some sort of mind uh, disease. Mm. But um we do get it in establishing that the Stonewood are stronger than the other um Gelfling, like just physically mm. stronger although they they look the yeah. same. Gelf, gelfling body um but rian uh <laughs> he he helps a um a couple that are stranded by the side of the road and he's able to like lift things up that they're they're not able to so yeah. he's yeah he he's slight of form but uh s- stronger than i guess the average gelfling 
that's not mm. Stonewood anyway. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, it makes sense. There's seemed to be a lot of Stonewood in the uh in the crystal in the uh castle of the crystal guard um they seem like thematically they seem like the sort of down-to-earth naturey hardy archetype for the gelflings so it makes a sense there as well yes um they also have this weird pillar full of swords which i'm into it's like a weird crucible because <laughs> they're being heated up mm. Yeah, full of swords yeah. and doesn't give you an explanation other than Hup going. Oh, there's a lot of or no, it's deep. I think saying yeah, stone full of swords, and then that's all we get. Like okay, sure. that's that, yeah, that's a, that's mm. a thing. Yeah, um, yeah. I just wanna, I just wanna make a comment on uh, mm. Brea's uh, punishment from episode two. <laughs> uh, the 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 work in in the order of lesser service. Which is yes. the most British-sounding fantasy thing <laughs> ever? Um, yeah, I, I appreciate that. Um, also, the Podling Deterge uh, is is mm. also mm. pretty fantastic as well. <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, I I thoroughly enjoyed the sequence of of mm. all the 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 public service. <laughs> of of doing menial labor such as cleaning filthy podlings because mm. podlings are filthy and disgusting. I'm really glad yeah. that Huck isn't filthy yeah. and disgusting. <laughs> that we're aware yeah, of. They, they were... <laughs> because mm, Dean has her own issues with um, cleanliness. <laughs> mm, mm. They were laying it on thick with, you know, nothing is filthier than a podling as well. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> And they're, no, just, they're, they're just so having disgusting. fun. They're having yeah, fun yeah. rolling in the mud. <laughs> All the time. It's just what they do. But uh, yeah, that order of lesser service, so it's not just these specific tasks. It's things that have to be done. They they feed um, the the land striders. They do all the probably I guess clean their pen. All just the general things that have to be done throughout the day. But um, right. made all the more um, odious of tasks, uh, given that this is the the the, the most hoity toity of the um, Gelfling clans. Yes. And so every every it's really weird to say order of lesser service, but it's like anything that's not just a a meeting is would be <laughs> like a lesser task. You shouldn't actually have to do any of this stuff, <laughs> but. Um, <laughs> You also find out that she's sentenced for a full year of this, uh, and the lesser service taskmaster guy. He's just <laughs> making it sound as it's like it's all character building, and it sounds great, and you know stuff needs to be done. And by the way, it's for a year, right? Although he's making it sound like it's just you know a community service for a few hours or a couple days or something, but no, no, it's a whole year. <laughs> So, yep. enjoy scrubbing some poddling toes. And, of course, she's she's not having it. Um, and yep. they get to wear the best hats in the world. Yep. The Jingle Bell hats. That. Yep. Jingle, jingle. Um, really impressed with the animation of, of anybody having to uh, to animate these puppets. Um, wearing these, these giant bell antler jester hats. Um, 
really enjoyed the 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 performance uh character performance during during the sequence um but yeah that's what Bray is doing Bray is like ugh no no I got I got important stuff to do um hey podling that I had to just that they just let me chase out in the forest <laughs> Uh, I make a deal. You don't want to get washed, and I don't want to do this. So let's just agree to go our separate way. And then you get dust, the dust angel. That was the best part. Yep. <laughs> the frantic, like, I'm just going to get as dirty as possible. Yes. Moment. Um, and then we cut to Deet and 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 Huck, who uh, finally make it to uh, Stonewood, Stonewood, and uh, uh, this is after uh, Huck uh, uh, warns her that uh, Gelflings don't like other Gelfling clan Gelflings. They uh, they've got problems, and will and nobody will will be helpful, which is kind of exactly the case when when they get there right yes yes and this is exacerbated because the Groton um clan is unfortunately lowest on the social totem pole uh so nobody really wants to help her regardless of which clan she's going to at least not you know not on first blush but um yeah it doesn't as we mentioned there's a, a giant bar fight um and poor hup is imprisoned in the i don't remember what it was called it's like a little, little, little cage little, little pit yeah uh uh, uh, mm, I, uh, uh it, I i i think that it, that it's an oubliette uh dave if you yes. remember from yes from but i don't believe <laughs> but i don't believe that's what they they had there was a specific name for it um, <laughs> And he's he's down there with two other uh, prisoners. I guess just rowdy people. Just get tossed in the throw them in the pit. Um, yeah. Although we do get a slightly later a rousing rendition of a poddling song uh, by good old Hup, and it's yes. torturous to the guards. And he just <laughs> like he just ramps it up and starts belting out the song when he finds out that they don't like it. So he's he's good. He's a good guy. Um, we get some, uh, we get some, uh, some Skeksis, uh, action as they, uh, as Skeksil tries to get, uh, Gergen, uh, to, to cooperate and denounce, uh, uh, Rian, Rian? I am, I've, wow, you know what, I will have to say, uh, it has been a really long time since I've had to remember this many fantasy names there's a um, lot and there <laughs> are a lot. a lot of fantasy names in this show so um and i just like eliminated half of them by just refusing to 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 learn every skexy name and just refer to them by their title <laughs> um uh and gergen's like mm, yeah no, not gonna not gonna betray my friend um bye <laughs> just just go ahead and torture me uh do your worst skexies 
Yep. Um, and and they do eventually. Yep, because the Skeksis are are an, an unbelievably evil and also fairly short sighted, but especially unbelievably evil. Um, uh, Bria makes it back home. Uh, sneaks into her mother's chamber because, if you'll remember from episode two, she needed to find the brightest jewel. Uh, to give to the um, oh man, uh, Arnica. once again, the, yes, um, uh, which is uh, isn't actually a, 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 a geological formation. Audience, it is uh, one of the uh, chrysalis hanging from her mother's very lovely, very elaborate um, man. What a prop uh, chandelier. <laughs> Um, and 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 cuts it down, and it is very bright and very glowing. Yes, it is. It is in fact the the brightest the the brightest jewel. Um. Yes. So she brings that to Annika, and it turns out that the jewel that she's carrying is not in fact a jewel but a chrysalis for a uh unamoth which is the um the gelflings um clan symbol yes and of course they they sing to it they sing to it and it hatches yes um because they they are the nature folk and does it immediately attach itself to fly oh no no it's braille it flies yes because braille whisp- uh whispers her 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 desire to it which is to know what is going on um and then uh it flies away and they follow it realizing that it's it's uh or Brea follows it realizing that it's returning to the palace um uh Deet is trying to get Bust Huck out of prison by, by uh trying to gain an audience with uh Madra Farah, uh, uh voiced by Leah uh Leah Head Headley. Uh I believe. Um I don't yeah, I don't have the cast list up, so I can't tell. <laughs> <laughs> um uh However, um, Rianne, uh, 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 shows up and is, is waved in, uh, immediately. Cause you know, he, it's kind of important that we, we determine whether we have a, a, a Gelfling murderer around. No, he's being chased mm. by the Eton Mormon and he has to cut in line. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's, yeah, there we go. Yeah. Right. He was, yeah, he was last. <laughs> leaving, leaving poor Deet uh, last in line, and and the series goes a completely different direction. Rian, um, uh, uh, it's all like, "Hey, dream fast with me, because I got some some dank info on the Skeksis," uh, and that's a direct quote. Uh, don't don't mm-hmm. at me. Um, <laughs> Uh, and 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 Madra Farah is like, no, you got the brain disease, uh, and 
Uh, I believe uh, she just sends the guards to to capture him because. So yeah, it. I think that this would have played out a little differently. So we we find out that Ordon, um, Rian's father, got there first. Yes. Yeah. And has the ear, of course, of his um, Madra. So because of that, uh, she summons the guards and has him tries to have him captured. I think potentially if Ordon had not gotten there first, she may have at least entertained the uh, the idea of, um, well, she probably would have dreamed fasted with him because there would not have been the news of him potentially having some sort of corruption in his mind. Yeah. Yeah. But that's not what goes down. And um, he, he has to do a uh, Errol Flynn escape from the, uh, <laughs> from the from the uh chamber audience chamber yes mm, yeah convenient chandelier is all yes it's, it's very uh, good and yeah. he takes the time to like <laughs> he sees the rope and it like zooms in on the rope he's, like, oh, he's, he's gonna cut it <laughs> um yes he uh Rianne destroys madra Farah's uh flotsam and jetsam uh chandelier because it's all just boat netting and glass orbs filled with um, firefly things. Yep. Yeah. That everyone, um, like, I guess they're being attacked because they, they're screaming <laughs> with the little mm-hmm. lights are floating around. <laughs> it's causing some chaos. Uh, yep. Um, but he gets, he gets w- the nod from his dad, which is really weird. Yes, he uh, he. Yes, well. Uh, oh no, my poor sick son. I should do something, but he, he really believes his delusion so much. I'll give him a, another week of being deluded. Bye, son. Catch up <laughs> with you later. Yeah, it's a little. Well, at this point, um, Rian is pleading for his case, so his father would have heard that. Yes. Yeah. And probably is just conflicted. Um, unfortunately, yeah. he's trusting in his uh, erstwhile masters, the Skeksis. Um, yeah. Again, they, they just look so evil. Everyone's like, yeah, they're fine. <laughs> they're, they're they fine. look in- incredibly trustworthy. Yeah. And, and mm. they're not that great at, like, hiding their thoughts. Yeah, that's my no. favorite part, actually. It's like they've been doing this for a very, like, thousand years, and you'd think that something would have slipped. <laughs> I, 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 I like to imagine that they spent, like, the first 500 years actually pretending to be like, oh, God, oh, oh, polishing the crystal. <laughs> um, and then at one point, they're just like, yeah, you know, week I'm, I'm done just like let's mm-hmm. let's let's start sucking the soul out of this planet well i mean it, it would have been that way up until this portion starts so within just the last few days <laughs> the skexis had mm-hmm. uh been able to use the crystal just normally right mm-hmm. so it's only when they 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 tap that well dry that there's a problem Right, but I'd, yeah. I I I just like to imagine that they they uh, pretended to 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 stick with the facade of of 
of of keepers of the crystals for like yeah. just a little bit, just a you know five hundred trine, and then they were just like, <laughs> oh, that's this is this is exhausting. Let's just mm. yeah, <laughs> let's just be cartoonishly evil. <laughs> mm. I mean, there's. It's kind of interesting because there's the implication when Algra sees them that, like, they've really, really devolved. Right. You know, she's, like, pointing out they're they're corrupt and flabby and soft. And can you imagine, like, a buff Skeksis? Well, I mean, we kind of get one. I would kind of (laughs) get one. But, like... She's she's saying that and like poking at the scroll keeper's belly and stuff. I'm like, we thought that that guy was ever buff. I don't know, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, we do know that the um, I don't remember what rank she has, but the one that was she kind of has the weeping sores. Um, oh yeah, wasn't that way before? Yes. So yeah. they they are yeah. degrading. You know, they're not Im- as immortal as they would like to be. Yeah. Yes, and and Emperor Jason Isaac will, will not let that stand. <laughs> he will not. He wants that sweet essence. Yes, mm-hmm. and and mm-hmm. also to be every villain in every piece of media <laughs> forever. Yeah, that's just how it works. Um, but yeah, Agra Agra appears and says, "What? Hey, yo, mm, what? What? What did you do to the crystal?" I can't leave you for, you know, a thousand years and come back and look at this mess. Mm. I'm just trying to look at the stars, guys. <laughs> what did you yeah. do? Why is the house on fire? They're like, uh, and she's just, just, I'm just going to go to the crystal chamber. There's nothing that you can do to stop me. I actually kind of enjoy the fact that because Agra just pretty much comes and goes as she pleases with like mm. a very little resistance from the Skeksis other than just like being laughed out of the room. So the mm. fact that she's just like, let me just see. Oh, oh no. What? 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 What'd you do to the house while I was gone? Like, can't mm. even leave for a thousand trying. Without messing messing it up. All right. Yeah. Well, I got to do a bit of self reflection in this horribly corrupt crystal. Uh, and, and she does, and the crystal tells her that she doesn't know her own planet. And, um, yeah. Uh, and then, and then the and then the Skeksis like kick her out of the castle and say that she can never come back. Mm. <laughs> um, like I said, I, I I like the aspect of like the fact that they won't they they don't imprison her, they don't stop mm. her, they just laugh at her and say get out, which is is a weirdly like specific villain trope that I haven't seen in a very mm. long time. Well, they did send her out with armed guards, like an escort. Yeah, yeah. but are are those gelflings really gonna like try to stab Mother Agra? Well, they didn't. Even, they, she hasn't been there for so long, so they doubted who she was. That's but true. she has her own um, distorted legend. I think that's 
my favorite bit is the things that she's done uh, have been that she's been gone so long that they've been put into lore, mm-hmm. and legend, and mm-hmm. you know, the, the the air of mystery. But it's been distorted to where like a lot of the things. Oh, and she's she's already um, uh, cantankerous slightly anyway. So her <laughs> yeah. traits, I think, have been exaggerated uh, to the point where uh, she's used as um, like a Baba Yaga, like a, a figure yes. that's mm-hmm. to be feared and respected. And she, of course realizes that and then just uses that to her advantage to tell them she's going to curse them if they don't let her do what she wants to do and just wanders off to look around the castle. Yep. Mm-hmm. It's good. It's a good scene. <laughs> it is. All, all, all the all the scenes with the mother sleep. <laughs> good scene. Um, oh, yes. Uh, and then uh Brea uh returns to the uh, uh follows the moth to the to her castle uh where it uh, uh, uh lays on her throne in on her mother's throne in a perfect recess and uh uh clearly the palace was built by the umbrella corporation because yep. it unveils <laughs> a secret passage you have used the moth key <laughs> yeah yeah exactly Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um. Uh. Yes, with a a a, a room, an ancient room filled with mysteries, and I Ooh. believe that is that is the end of episode three. Yes, that wraps up yeah. what was sundered and undone, bringing us to episode four. The first thing I remember is fire. Mm-hmm. Um. That. Uh, I'll take uh, what is a bad first line on a first date, Alex? (laughs) (laughs) So tell me more about yourself, Leonard. (laughs) The first thing I remember is fire. Okay, goodbye. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, dear. so, uh, speaking of Itan Momen, uh, Deep does a real good Itan Momen cosplay, apparently. Yes. Uh, <laughs> this, was a, this was a really good bit, I think. Oh, yeah. It was lots of fun. It, it's her plan to free Hup is to turn into a spooky ghost uh, yep. and freak all the Stonewood guards out by pinching out all the torches as she flies by at extremely high speeds. With a glowing, terrifying blue face because she ate some of her blue moss that, you know, causes things to glow for whatever yes. reason. Fortunately, and she's, and she's was... screaming in a horrendous <laughs> mm. voice. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> um, uh, fortunately, it wasn't the uh, evil, uh, corrupted uh, purple moss that uh, mm. started her entire mm. adventure. <laughs> this could have uh, ended completely differently. Yep. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Uh, but yes, she 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 makes her way into the Madra. Um, I, I, I like that term a lot. Residence is a, is a real good term. Um, I'm, I'm very easily entertained. Um, so she can she can rescue her 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 palipod uh, huck. 
Uh, yes, yes, I will now refer to Huck as her uh, palipod. Palipod. <laughs> um, yeah. Oh yes, it should be. It should be noted that Huck's um, a spoon <clears throat> broke during that ball, uh, that barroom brawl. So now mm. he is weaponless. Oh no! But he he can still resist by singing. Apparently, very awful poddling songs. <laughs> I thought it was a rather pleasant song. Yeah, uh, clearly the Stonewoods didn't think so, though. But, no, you know. No. But we also didn't get a translation. He could have been saying horribly naughty things. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> uh, that's one thing I have been very much enjoying with this as well as like the languages that they don't translate do sound like language. Yeah. Which is mm, delicious. Like, it almost feels like you can tease out what the podling language is sometimes when they're speaking clearly and not screaming and running around with no pants on. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um, and we uh, we get we get a sort of carry on from the end of the last episode. Brea enters the Dungeons and Dragons puzzle mode. Uh, you're locked in a room. You've got this uh, little round glowy device. And there are seven pillars, each with a stone representing one of the Gelfling clans on it. What do you do? Um, <laughs> and and there's a riddle, of course. Um, something, something, nature, sound, hierarchy of the clans, etc. The, the, her assumption is that it is you have to touch this crystal to those uh, pillars in the order that represents the hierarchy, the natural order of Clans, you know, clearly Baffrons are on top, and then it's probably the Stone Woods, and then well, it can't be the Grottons, of course, they're at the bottom, so it has to be this. Oh, doesn't work. Just doesn't, just doesn't work. We, we enter, <clears throat> we enter the long, dark D D puzzle, the Soul. Ah, <laughs> uh, yeah, um. But this is the the gist of this is eventually, after trying a few combinations, she gives up and in giving up figures it out, figures it out there is no natural hierarchy between Gelfling clans. They're all equal under the eyes of Thra or Song of Thra or whatever. Uh and we get my favorite weird side character, Law, who is a pile of rocks. Yep. Who does the uh, the Lilo and Stitch record trick on his own arm? <laughs> uh, I really love this design. It's just a bunch of men ears and obelisks, sort of like cobbled together and clearly being held together by like magic. And then yep. it just menacingly pops out this single, incredibly sharp claw. And you're like, oh no, dangerous like golem thing. It is just touches its own arm and rotates by and like does the record playing thing to play a pre-recorded message of don't worry this is lore it won't hurt <laughs> yeah yeah hey we we just needed you to feel threatened just for a little bit before mm. we let you know this thing is completely and utterly safe and is basically yeah. like your your dog now your mm. your your mm. your your hard rocky dog um, yeah well, but the fact the fact that it's it's safe it's safe for her, <laughs> but like not anybody else, because it's mm, definitely yes, gonna like yes. crush anything else that 
that she oh, feels yeah, is a threat. Because yeah. it's yeah. big. I think we didn't underscore that it's oh, yeah. four times the size of a Gelflin. Yeah, it's way bigger yeah. than a Skeksy as well, I'm pretty sure. <laughs> yeah, because it's, it's just hunched over and it's already way bigger. Yeah. Mm. Mm. Yeah. Um, and the lore is like, yeah, you've got to go to the Circle of the Suns. And we'll deal with this uh this skexis imbalance problem and uh, yeah, we'll, we'll get this sorted out. <laughs> I got a call. Yeah, we'll get this all sorted out. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so Ray's oldest just to sell it on over here is this, and we get the best line of I know it speaks heresy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this rock has said three sentences and already it's heretical. The heretical rocks. These these mm. these treacherous rocks. <laughs> it's plotting subversion against the Skeksis. Yeah. How dare the how dare the earth define <laughs> uh, I will not I will not let this stand. This this heretical earth speak. Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> um, meanwhile, the Skeksis are being cartoonishly evil and and gluttonous uh, yeah, in, yeah. in the castle because uh, Skekek, the ornamentalist, who makes them all so beautiful, um, mm, uh, has returned. And uh, uh, hey, guess what? Uh, <laughs> uh, Skekso's not doing so hot because of all mm. the. Um, uh, being incredibly evil and also letting the evil that he caused the planet to produce to infuse with him, so he, mm. his finger just falls off in like yeah, uh, uh, in like a a a the the fly the Cronenberg fly like shot. I'm yeah, just he's like, yeah, oh, he's yeah. picking at it for a while, and it's it's, it's, yeah. it's oozing. It's not it's great. Got a bad case of finger <laughs> Yeah. yeah. No if good. he if he just if he just hadn't picked at it, he would have been totally <laughs> No, and it would have fallen off anyway, but yeah. <laughs> it's gross. It's really mm. it's, it's the whole, it's, the it, whole it, banquet it's... is gross. Um the Oh yeah. The one uh, I never remember her name, but her the one with the pustules. Pus- yeah, it <laughs> it pustules onto her food and she eats it. It's just, no uh, <laughs> please uh, don't show that. And of course, the puppets. Everyone's just jamming stuff in their mouth, and it kind of just falls out. No, but no, no. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, you know, that plays, up, that plays up with them. Like they're yeah, no, it's fine. They're just experience. yeah, they're just yeah, ridiculous. <laughs> and they got little. Um, I like their design on their on their costumes, where they have like little finger forks. It's just part of their yeah costume. Yeah. Mm. Uh, yes. Um. Oh uh, yes, and isn't uh, uh oh yes, this is where the big thing is that uh the the chancellor is out um and mm. and and the general is the new chan 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 general gen, gen chancellor uh Advisor he's now, the emperor he's, he's the, yeah yeah the right exactly. hand man <laughs> yep 
Mm. He the 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 emperor uh, decided to replace this old busted Jafar with the hot new Jafar. <laughs> um, war, war Jafar. <laughs> he just wants war. Yeah, no, exactly. Warmonger. <laughs> oh no. <laughs> yeah. Um. This understandably makes the chancellor upset. The chancellor <laughs> will remember that. Yeah. <laughs> the, ch- the chancellor never forgets. Yep. Yeah. Um. Yeah, he's he's not so happy go lucky all of a sudden. So uh, we finally figure out what that big horn on top of the castle of the crystal is for. It's for calling Skek Skekmal Skekmal the hunter. Yeah. Yes. Uh, there's, o- there's only and- one purpose to that horn. It's very loud and annoying. Yeah. Yes. And the, the Skeksis hate it. Like they're like that stupid wailing. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, uh, that it- is jelly. <laughs> God, she's she's, she's yeah she's my favorite yeah uh. Yeah, um, <laughs> yeah uh but this suddenly becomes a predator movie <laughs> yep <laughs> very quickly <laughs> um yeah uh we we mentioned a a sort of a fit skexis earlier this is this is the hunter the hunter is in incredibly good shape despite you know being one of the skexis who for a thousand try and have ruled over and corrupted the planet he's he's kept fit he's done his calisthenics um it's, he it's wears actually it's just general grievous <laughs> yeah yeah, yeah. It's, it's general <laughs> grievous. that's fair that's perfect <laughs> i i do like to um, i i do like to imagine that Skekmal uh, like actually didn't partake in the crystal soul sucking ritual at all and mm. literally just his desire to constantly hunt and kill everything <laughs> that has kept him going for the thousand tribe. Um That's, it's all that healthy mountain air and exercise and good Exactly. Food. Yep. And 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 brains. Well, he's, likes those goals. he's just he's just oh, hunting yeah. the essence a different way. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> That's fair. <laughs> it's not a bad way to look at it. Um but you know he gets he gets he's a good loyal dog. He gets given the bit of Rian's clothing and off he goes. Yep. Ooh. He can uh, really move. Yeah, <laughs> and it's convenient. Yeah. Oh, it's convenient because strangely enough, Agra has also encountered a new character, uh, 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 a ranger, or uh, uh, yes, <laughs> the art. Yes, thank you, the archer. Uh, one of the the ancients, which it, you know, if you're familiar with with the movie, then you already know where this is going mm-hmm. immediately. So, um, oh, oh, is everyone okay? Yeah, it's okay. I just dropped the phone I was using to read this episode recap and remember what we're talking about. Okay, I was afraid that you you had been attacked by by a cloth ghost. Um, no. No, it's a no cockroach wearing a yeah. wearing a jacket. Oh, <laughs> yeah. oh no! It was a cape. Just has a cape. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, I wanted to. I wanted to. Be, I wanted to be a, a, a like a pile of them, a, a shaped like a human, mm. wearing a, mm. a a cheap Dracula cape, and also with the bad fake teeth in. You've, you've just made it far more horrifying. This was just one. It's, it's just it's one terrible. little one with the cape on. Oh, no. It's yeah, like a podling, yeah. but it's actually just a cockroach. <laughs> <a crunch. laughs> You're trying to make it mimic, and it's way worse. <laughs> yeah, yeah. 
Anyway, um, Agra and the and the archer uh, have a little talk. Uh, Agra's like, I can't hear this. Probably forgot it because you abandoned us. But you know, <laughs> maybe you should learn it again. She's like, You're mm-hmm. right. I should learn it. And the hunter's like, Yep, yeah, I, I know. Um, <laughs> I know I'm right. I love that they all sound like Eeyore. Mm. Um, <laughs> all the ancients sound like Eeyore. Um, yeah. And then, uh, uh, he fires an arrow into the air and says, uh, wherever it lands, it will teach her how to reconnect with Ra. It lands mm. firmly in the ground, <laughs> which is, of course, uh, yes, I must talk to the planet. Uh, and 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 that Thra will teach her its song once again. Mm. And thus begins the best like three minute sequence of Agra trying to do all the <laughs> the different oh, yeah. methods oh, she yeah. can think of to get the planet to talk to her. Mm-hmm. And it's awesome because she can't, she's they all just fail one by one and they get mm-hmm. more elaborate. Um so she has like a uh like a, a Tibetan sand painting. Um, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> which is very, very impressive. Um, and she's like, that doesn't work. And then she, she, um, she tried to, to smoke uh, the wacky tobacco. <laughs> she's like, the smoke yeah. doesn't work. <laughs> yeah. Yes. She eats some tea leaves. Leaves don't work. <laughs> I, don't, nope. I, don't remember, I don't remember what the other one was. It was one or two other ones, but it was, it was really mm. good. Because she's just so disgusted that each thing doesn't do what she wants it to do. Yes. She is is highly upset that, that Thra isn't giving her her song, uh, only to come to the realization that the song of Thra has changed and that she must learn it anew. Learn this new song. Yes. After she is accosted by the book-eating creature. Yeah. yeah. It's like a little lemur, but it eats books. But it's been... It's oh, been, yeah, it's yeah, been, yeah. It's been yes. infected by the darkening. Yes. Mm. And, and and she she gives it a, a good old mercy kill. <laughs> no, I don't think she kills it. It just dies. Okay. See, because okay. I was trying... Because I was watching and I'm like... Because she says sorry, and then it dies, and it looks like it's struggling. I'm like, did Agra just mercy kill this? No, it it just like succumbs to the the yeah, darkening. The, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and then uh, uh, she 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 asks the tree for help, um, um, and 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 it brings it back to life and cures it of the of the darkening. Um, and mm-hmm. and she has a revelation yes because she she says thank you friend for listening when she when she entreated the tree and yes um, she realizes that oh maybe she was the one who wasn't listening to the song correctly or even trying hard enough i guess so she <laughs> spends some undetermined amount of time just chilling and trying to listen to the the planet I don't think anything else happens at that point. Um, no, no, really. Um, let's see. Uh, so Rian's still on the run, uh, and we get sort of a bounty hunter bar scene where 
a bunch of people have been looking for him. So Tavra finds him. Uh, Gurgen's sister, Naya, finds him along with her companion, Kylan. And secretly, also his dad's there. But, you know, it's fine. Um, (laughs) uh, Rian essentially convinces uh, everyone to dream fast with him, even though like they know the risk is like, no, listen, this is the truth. I've got evidence. I've got this vial of essence. This horrible, the, the horrible last essence. little bit of my girlfriend is in this. Bucket. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it's weird to be carrying that around still. But uh, he creates the dream fast. Um, and while they're all sitting there completely defenseless, his dad comes along and just looks at him and is like, I'm willing to trust him, maybe, kind of, and joins in partway through, which I didn't know you could do that, so that's kind of cool. Uh, and they, they all <laughs> you could just, terrible, you could just hop on to other people's um, oh, fasting yeah. train. Mm, mm. Just jump in like halfway through. <laughs> I'm pretty um, sure that's horribly rude. There's got to be some sort of oh yeah rule against that. Then uh, comes comes in comes in and is like sorry sorry I know I know, but I missed like most of this. Can we like rewind? <laughs> can you, yeah, can you back it up a little bit? <laughs> <laughs> oh man, yeah, um, yeah. But everyone is convinced uh, and sort of splitting up to go about their various ways. So um, Gurgen's sister, Naya, is going back to the castle of the Crystal to break him out. Uh, and Auden and Rian are going on the run. Um, I forget what Emperor was doing. <laughs> but, uh... uh, you know, Ky- uh Auden... Kylan just makes some soup. Yeah, Kylan <laughs> yeah. makes the soup. That's fair. Um, <laughs> he just stops yeah. and makes soup. <laughs> of course. Um... Auden and Rian go on the run because they know they won't be... Well, Auden knows they won't be sending Gelfling after them. They'll send a... Uh, they'll send uh, a Skeksy after them. Uh, and we get the Predator sequence where... um, I found this really unnerving, actually, because, like, all this... It's a Skeksy, like, running and leaping and jumping and climbing through the treetop. Yes. Uh, and well, it's, it's been that I... puppet... Mm. everything for so long that you get this like very i mean it's very good cg but it's it's not a puppet <laughs> jumping to the yeah trees. yeah that, that's exactly part of it i think is going from like that slight roughness of the puppetry to this suddenly super smooth super slick and controlled motion is really really jarring but i think it kind of works in like how unsettling it is mm-hmm. because, yeah know, this whole time we've seen the skexies as these lumbering Bloated. Yeah. Yeah, he's one doing like the 100 meter dash, but in the treetop. <laughs> does does a gymnastic routine, lands perfectly, mm. arms outstretched. Mm. <laughs> in that, in that metal. It's very anime pose. He has the ninja yes. swirl power. <laughs> um, yes, uh, and uh, Hey, guess what? The the um uh since they know that the that the the hunter is probably after them, they uh and they know that they they are tiny tiny wee folkmen, uh they will uh need a plan in order to defend themselves, uh because they certainly aren't going to just hit him with swords effectively. Ah. Mm. Uh, uh, <laughs> it's it's the best plan because uh, Rian's like, Father, do you remember that plan? And his dad's like, Oh yes, the plan. 
I mean, they, they said when they were hunting fizz gigs, but it's way funnier if you mm-hmm. just think of, remember that one thing we did when we were, when I was young? It's like, oh yeah, that one. Let's do That'll it. That'll save our lives. <laughs> yeah. Oh. <laughs> uh, and the plan is just for one of them to act like bait while the other yep. one sneaks up. And um, this um, could have ended and- like really badly very fast uh, oh yeah <laughs> yeah as opposed to how it ends um uh, really well, badly kind of <laughs> yeah it's just badly in a slower speed it's more about, mm. uh they they do uh run past deet and huck um mm-hmm. uh, just just to let you know that they're still here they're still here and they're still involved um but yeah Rianne uh races ahead to act as bait um Follows, uh, falls down the, uh, falls trips. down a hill. He trips and falls down a very big hill, and I don't know how he didn't die because oh, yeah. it's like rocks and trees, and he's oh. just rolling like ass over elbows down this hill, and it's great. Um, oh yes, we did not, uh, we did not introduce the gobbles, uh, the the oh, yeah. most, the most <laughs> the awful thing. Check up the Chekhov's gun mm. gobbles. Yeah, yeah. The 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 most awful uh, natural naturally occurring thing I've seen on Thra. Um, it is mm. um, a, 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 a field. It is quicksand. Uh, it, it's just quicksand leeches. That's what gobbles are. Mm. They're quicksand leeches. Mm. Like they yeah. they. <laughs> if you can if you can imagine it. Um, also, they're like weirdly like round and bulbous at the end, they're, so they're, they're also like a hyper- they're like a pitcher plant. If yeah, you made it mm. full of teeth. Yes, and highly aggressive um, yeah. when anything uh, comes into contact with it. Um, yes, Deet almost fell into them earlier. Um, Rianne almost fell. I, which you know, that's the only thing that broke my suspension of disbelief in this show, filled with magic and puppets, is that his momentum did not carry him into the gobbles. Because looking at that hill, he could not have stopped himself. Um, he was rolling. He was rolling, rolling down that hill. <laughs> yeah. I, well, I think <laughs> if if that's your issue, my issue is that they, out of all this area. To be in, they found that he fell into the one exact same spot where Deet was at earlier. <laughs> it's like the, the, go- inter- the gobble patch isn't very big. <laughs> They're all interconnected, Dave. The, okay, it's, okay. It's, it's 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 like poetry; it rhymes. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yes, sure. <laughs> um. Wow. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Um, uh, Skekmal, uh, shows up, and, uh, there is a, a Gelfling on Skeksis' fight sequence, uh, mm-hmm. until Orden, uh, ambushes, uh, Skekmal breaking, par- partially breaking his mask, um, and then, and then, and then Skekmal goes, General Grievous. And, yeah. And yes. Here's here's where we remember they do have four arms. <laughs> yes. Hmm. And four swords. Why you got four swords, Witcher? <laughs> uh and and uh Rian is outmatched. He can he can he can't he can't do four. Uh so Orden uh sacrifices himself and uh Throws him, uses his momentum to push mm. Skekmal and himself 
into the gobbles, uh, and 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 everything's fine. The the evil is vanquished. Rianne is safe, but his fa- oh wait, no, no, uh, Scarecrow's fine. Um, and then uh, explodes out of the gobble patch, snatches Rianne, and he just Tarzan's off. It's great. <laughs> End of episode. <laughs> mm, yeah. I don't think there was anything, with, anything else that happened. Yeah, which yeah. brings us to uh, the final episode we will be covering today. Um, I can't remember. Episode <laughs> five. She knows all the secrets. There we go. <laughs> yes. Who wants to? Who wants to start on, on this episode? Someone else lead off. I'm beginning to fade. The essence okay. is weakening. <laughs> it's weakening. I need another dose. All right. Uh, so we have Agra having realized uh, her thing is to listen. She gets the song back again. Uh, that will come into play shortly. Um, I think this begins actually with Rian uh, having been uh, delivered from... Skekmal's hands into Skeksil's uh, waiting, conniving uh, hands, and the 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 former chancellor um, takes him on a little little carriage ride back to um, the the castle, or that's the intention. Mm-hmm. He's spends he spends a few minutes um, just being the snake oil salesman that he is and uh trying to convince uh Rian well because Skexil as as conniving as he is uh his interests are in the long term so yes. he does he does bad things but he does them in a way that's like doable or at least wants yeah. to do them in a way that actually would work um so out of the Skeksis, he's and as he's proven in in the earlier film, um, he's not stupid. He's the smartest, <clears throat> probably of them. He's just feeble. Like he's yes. If he was stronger physically, I think he could get away with more. Um, but that that never is the case, unfortunately for him, uh, and fortunately for everybody else. But um, <clears throat> he lays out the on the table. Like his cards saying that there, there's going to be a war uh, between the Skeksis mm-hmm. and um, the Gelflings if Rian doesn't uh, convince the Gelflings that he, what he did was that he, he's the one that murdered. Um, wow, I've forgotten her name. But anyway, <laughs> the, uh, uh, yeah, yes, Mira. Yeah. Um, and can, if he confesses to it, they can like back off on on this war, and it'll be better for everyone concerned. Um, and Rian kind of entertains us a little bit until he asks um, Skeksis, "Was like, well, are you guys going to stop draining our essence?" And Skeksis like, "I mm, probably not, <laughs> um, but it'll be way reduced. You know, uh, we'll 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 ration it out." Um, yeah. yeah. 
Yeah. And and, that, and that's the, the biggest plan is the the Skeksis, uh, they're all in on just like, let's just drain all the Gelfling. Like, all yep. of them. Mm. Uh, and how, how, you know, how many would it take for us to be immortal? Like, oh, just, you know, 50 a year. That's no big. Mm. We can do that. Yeah. Well, judging from the numbers that we've seen in the individual villages, that's not a tenable plan. That's like a two-year plan. Right. If that. <laughs> so, Skexil, you know, he's he's doing his level best to get Rian um, to take the fall and mm. avo- avoid more conflict than would be good for anybody because Skexil understands that what they're doing is for their own benefit, but it is actually harming Thra. And if yeah. Thraw goes, then the Skeksis, there's nothing for them either. So he, the long game is the way to do it. Um, and to, you know, in order to do that, he needs, he needs Rian to, 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 to throw him under the, the carriage, as it were. But um, that, it kind of works. Like, Rian's entertaining that idea that the, um, the, the needs of the many outweigh the needs of the few in, in his particular case. Mm. Mm-hmm. Um, because Skexil is very good at what he does, and his his, <laughs> his silver Skexil's tongue. Um, but fortunately, um, uh, Naya and Gurjan and um, their other buddy, Caitlin. No, oh, this yeah, this actually yeah. So it's actually no, it's actually just Naya and Gurjan. Oh. Um, because Cannon's making soup. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> He's off making soup. Uh but they they show up and um free Rion from the uh the the carriage in like yes. the, the best uh sort of heist scene. Mm. It's definitely definitely kind of a western vibe where they're like riding up on horses, you know, without actually riding up on horses. <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> And getting the uh, oh, I, I I had it written it down, but I don't I don't have it anyway. The the little roly poly guys have a specific name, and I don't know to Ar- Armus Armalil or something. But uh, they they unhook them from the carriage and just kind of like ride off on single wheel motorcycles. It's great. <laughs> uh, yes. Uh, yeah, and and the carriage crashes, and 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 in a way that shockingly doesn't kill the chancellor. Because I think it would have killed anything else, anything that wasn't plot relevant inside of it. <laughs> yeah, I don't even think he's uh, hurt. He's just maybe dizzy. <laughs> he's yeah, out. He's, yeah. Yep. <laughs> I, I actually really like the jock's position of of the the exterior of the carriage crashing, uh, uh, coupled with the let's spin the camera around inside because we're dealing with the puppet yeah. <laughs> a very expensive puppet <laughs> um it's it's charming i don't think it's bad i think it's a really charming effect um but it's also really really goofy because of the amount of damage that carriage takes um so yeah he's the chancellor is now uh has no gelfling no carriage and has to walk back to the, the Yes. The, mm. the castle of the crystal, which you know, Skeksis hate having to move on he, their own. It does. Oh, in, incidentally, he did drink the last of Rian's girlfriend. Yes. 
Very uh, deliberately to, yeah. to, to to goad him. <laughs> I still want. I don't know what he was going to do with that container. Like, why did I get that he doesn't want the Skeksis to have it? But it's yeah. weird. Don't carry around your liquid girlfriend. No, nope. <laughs> it's, it's a little strange. Nope. Um, <laughs> liquid, liquid girlfriend. The hot new album from insert artist here. Um, <laughs> it's the Stonewood album. Yeah, there we go. Um, meanwhile, uh, back in in uh, with with Brea. Um, wait, no. Um, oh yes, this is when the when the, the Skeksis just show up to. Um, uh, uh, and and demand that they they take uh, Gelfling soldiers for mm. for um for war. their essence. Yes, well, well yeah. they, because, they're taking uh, it for their essence, but they're saying that the uh, Arathim are yes spoiling for a fight, and they need a bunch of they need seven people from every clan to uh, push back the Arathim. Because now that the general is, uh, it has the emperor ear. Uh, the general is a big, a uh, brutish dummy who's just like, let's just round up Gelfling Gelf- and and juice them. That's why why all this sneaking around and pretending to not be horrible monsters. Let's just take them and juice them. Oh, we'll cover it up with a war or something. That way nobody ever comes back. <laughs> it's like, we'll take your volunteers and we cannot. Pro- it's, it's a war. We yeah, can't I promise really, they'll come I, back safely. I really enjoyed that they actually took the time to add the caveat of. And they they might die. Yes. And um, let me snack on your uh, Unamoth chrysalises. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Twice. Twice. Oh, I I do really love just like, re- uh, really again. Oh. Well, apparently, the blue ones are slightly less disgusting. <laughs> yeah, that's mm. that's true. Uh, uh, in the and in the uh, throne, discovered Brea's uh big angry rock dog. Uh, and 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 is not having any of it. Um, she is over the heresy. She is over Brea not being uh, uh, not being responsible, getting to to do whatever she wants. Um, it's some um, um, some some real uh, first she's, yeah first thraw princess problems. She's just tired uh, of being mm. ignored. Yeah, <laughs> she is, and she has to work hardest because. Next in line to be Almaldra, um, uh, while Brea while Brea solves mysteries and brings Wakons to life, I'd, I'd be yeah. upset if I had to do bureaucratic meetings as well. Um, <laughs> let's see. Uh, yes, and Tabra gets all the fun of running out and battling things. Yeah, yeah, that's that's what that's what Tadra do. Uh, <laughs> uh, I'm I'm blanking on. Uh... So it's at this point that they have the 
individual yet group dream meeting. Ah, uh, yes. So all of our this all is... of our main characters are doing some dream fasting, and uh, Mother Agra just yoinks them into the dream space. Yeah. Yeah. Like, Surprise! I can do this too. <laughs> Uh, I, I, I'm, I've, 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 I've all brought you here to deliver upon you a prophecy. <laughs> yes. And this part drove me crazy because this is where she has her, uh, third eye that uh, like powers, oh, yeah. her, powers her up. And I'm like, it's not jiving with the lore. She got this from <laughs> the, uh, the, the Ascension deck conjoining. I don't remember what it uh, called. The Great, the Great conjunction. conjunction. Yes, she got it from the second conjunction, mm. which it bl- burned her. Mm. And damaged her, and then that's when the Erskek, um showed up and healed her, and then gave her the observatory. It's all wrong. <laughs> it's Dave, all Dave, wrong. Yes, Dave, <laughs> Dave, Dave's deep into that dark crystal lore, and he gets very angry when when things deviate for from it and and because dave is a strong boy we we cower when the dark crystal lore makes dave don't make me angry <laughs> um but yeah she delivers the prophecy of hey skexies are evil um, but you need to stop doing all this like uh, hottie gelfling nonsense and work together because that's the the only way that that you're gonna uh, uh, defeat these horrible evil bird monsters that are literally going to just drink your species out of existence. So uh, get to work on that chop chop, and everyone's on board except for. Celadon, who's like, <laughs> yeah. you're heretics. Like, yes, including you, Mother Nature. You too are a heretic, avatar of the planet. I, I will have none of this. Um, I, I really love, I really love the idea of looking, looking at your deific figure and say, mm, I think you. Have forgotten your religion. <laughs> you don't even know what you're talking about. No, and then she she it go it gets worse. Yeah, Celadon <laughs> just she just goofed all of this up. Yep, everything just ruined it all, and still blames her sister. That's the best part. Yeah, she's so self absorbed that she couldn't even take the blame when she needed to. Because as we find out, she inadvertently kills her own mother. Yep. Although it's okay because then she gets to be the next Almadra even sooner. <laughs> yep. <laughs> yeah. So they they all um, after Celadon is accusing them of being heretics, Augur um, just like boots her out of the out of the yeah. out of the chat. She's just kicked out of the yeah. chat. <laughs> um, <laughs> oh man, you're really bringing this room down. So- Sorry, but I gotta remove you. I'm gonna time you out for like the rest of this conversation. <laughs> it, it was good, um, but AO, but AOL that, that, instant messenger door sound close. Yeah, unfortunately, <laughs> doing so 
kind of jacked everything up because Celadon immediately she's like, I just got to go tell the Skeksis what's happening. There is a rebellion. Heretics. Um, yes. So she relays the memo um, and everyone comes back like two minutes too late <laughs> um, yeah, yeah. To, to stop her. Uh, the Almadra is justifiably angry, saying that they're not going to be sending anymore. Um, or, you know, they're not going to send their, their tribute of soldiers. Um, the sexist, she's calls them terrible names and, uh, gets ganked for it. She just gets killed. Yep. And then Celadon at this point should have went like, Hmm, a mother is usually correct. And, uh, <laughs> I understand her point of view. No, um, this is all, this is all Brea's fault. It's gotta yep. be. She <laughs> turned mother against our own culture, and the Skeksis are are our lords and masters, and they need to be obeyed at all mm. times. And even if they killed mother, then it must be the correct thing. Um, yeah, it's not. It's not a good look. Celadon, you, you done ruined it all. But she's uh, she's of course granted the title of All Madra. For her, yes. For her traitorous, she she ends up being the traitor, even though she's decrying that everyone else is the heretic. Yes, yes. It's and, it's and, good. And, it's good drama. Yes, it is. <laughs> uh, and and gives and gives the uh, gives the Skeksis, uh, Brea, uh, Deet, and Huck, who I had honestly forgotten were 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 present. Uh, because they, the Deep and Huck, don't really get a lot to do in this episode. Uh, they but, mm. they got to dress up fancy. Yes, yeah, yes, they yes they they got to commit crimes. They got to commit petty theft and dress fancy. It's Hup crimes. Mm. <laughs> oh yes, and 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 most importantly, Huck got a new spoon. So no need to worry about Yay. that one. He did, although we had a heartfelt um, moment where he he insists that his sword is really just a spoon, stupid mm. spoon, and he loses yes. all of his motivation. But Deke comes to the rescue and uh, re-motivates him. It's it's a good scene, a little scene. Yes, she be- she mm. believes in him so hard that he gets his confidence back. And he re he retakes the the spoon sword. Yes, <laughs> the master blade. Mm. <laughs> he's a he's a true palipod now. <laughs> oh no! <laughs> uh, so yeah, the episode ends with everything being all bad. Yes, yes. surprise, surprise. <laughs> the the fellowship is joined and sundered immediately. Yep. <laughs> Mm. Uh, so, overall impressions of the episode? Uh, I really liked it. I was not expecting. Um, I was not expecting a a, a, a fairly explicit Gelfling death. Um, because mm. there is mm. is in fact a, a a massive blood pool <laughs> that forms <laughs> under the Almaldra. Mm. When mm. what she's 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 uh, stabbed. Uh, so um, what? I, and once again, it's it's. I think it 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 has this incredibly well 
executed bouncing bouncing act of yes of course uh it's cute and puppets but the subject matter is horrifying and 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 disturbing and you get just enough of it to be like oh yeah yeah there there are actual stakes here um while not being completely like um impalatable for unpalatable Mm. for children um yes yeah even poets can die yes (laughs) (laughs) but they don't stay dead oh uh, that's not promising (laughs) yeah uh, i really enjoyed it as well uh some real real big drama going on at this point uh i'm looking forward to the rest of the series uh dave any final thoughts uh nope that's i think that's it for me as well um yeah it's very good up to this point a lot of good um politicking and uh story weaving we're getting Mm. a good sample of all of the different clans um the little rituals that some of them have i've like i said i really enjoyed um the ritual bits with uh mother agra Mm -hmm. um yeah it's all it's all quality it's quality stuff and there's still five more episodes yes yeah yeah it keeps going um (laughs) yeah uh so i'm sure we will be back sooner rather than later with the next segment of the dark crystal we're not going to do five episodes in one in one go don't worry we'll pace it out at least a couple more um but uh until then dave where can we find you you can find me on Twitter at sentinut underscore plus. The website itself has been changed. You can find the podcast at monsterdeer.monster now. We're even, even a little fancier. <laughs> yeah, I love that. It's so good. Um, Leonard, where can people find you online? Uh, well, I just wanted to uh, just uh, uh, follow up with one thing that you mentioned. Mm-hmm. We will not be doing uh, five five episodes at once. That would be no, in, insane. No. We will be doing four <laughs> and a half episodes at once, and then uh, wrap up in the very episode. Um, oh, no. other, than that, <laughs> other than that, you can find me at uh, uh, Doctor Faust is dead uh, at on uh, Twitter. Uh, you can also find my video content, uh, which is mostly uh, uh, goofy little uh, edited videos and occasionally uh, mm. giant uh, 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 video essays uh, on YouTube at <laughs> Dr. Faust is Dead. Um, and Dave, wait, wait, mm. Cameron. Mm. Where yes. can people find <laughs> where can people find you online? Uh you can also find me on Twitter at night underscore twitten. That's night without a K. Uh I tweet about a variety of things. Uh none of them particularly important these days, honestly. Uh and you can also find this podcast's Twitter at mon underscore D Monster. Uh we will keep people updated with what we're covering in the next episode. I feel it's fairly certain this is gonna be more dark crystal for the next one or two. Uh, but with that, thank you very much for listening, and we hope to see you all in the next episode. Ta-ra! Goodbye, everybody. Bye-bye.